0: Hello, and welcome to the Out of Control Women podcast, where we navigate the hills and valleys of female leadership and entrepreneurship. Here is the founder of Out of Control Media, your host, Marty Jackson.
1: We're welcoming to this episode, Holly Hartman. Holly Hartman is a life transformation coach. She helps to empower women to date themselves through intentional solo dating. Don't worry, ladies. We are going to unpack this with her today. The solo date challenge helps women to live well, learn and grow, learn to love themselves and heal. She takes women on a self-discovery journey back to themselves. She offers educational courses and group mentoring in a private women's community. We're going to talk to Holly today. We're going to spend some time getting to know her better. And at the end, Holly, we're going to tell them where to find you. So welcome to Out of Control Women. How are you today?
0: Thank you, Marty. I'm so honored and excited to be a part of this. I can't wait to do this today. Oh, well, thank you. It is so great to see you. Now, uh, our listeners can't
1: see us. Uh, we're not recording the, the video, but you look amazing. You're wearing okay. your signature color, which I love. Purple. Purple. <laughs> Um, so Holly, if you will, just, um, I know how amazing you are and how much that I love being your friend, but will you, uh, kind of tell the world a little bit about yourself if they haven't had a chance to meet you yet?
0: Yes. Yes. Well, I'm a, I'm a pretty vivacious redheaded woman, (laughs) (laughs) which I I love have a a lot of energy and, um, I'm 42 years old. I'm a single mother and, um, you know, I, am a Christian woman and, I just, I've been called to be a coach, I'm a helper, um, you know, I, I'm an Enneagram too, if you know anything about the Enneagram, yes. so I, I'm the helper to the core, and, um, and so that's just one of my driving forces, and so any way that I can show up to help others, even if it's a career path or just on the side, that's kind of where I'm driven.
1: I love that. I love that. Uh, Yes, we talk all things Enneagram anytime we can. Like, you're a proud two. I'm a proud seven. We just talk about it all the time. What does that mean? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Now tell me, can you tell us a little bit about, um, you uh, have a lot of different roles. You wear a lot of different hats. Um, can you kind of, uh, before we start, uh, learning a little bit about the history of solo date, can you tell us yeah. a little bit, uh, you said uh, you are a mama, so you, yes. you've got some boys, but, um, tell me a little the other bit, background. The, uh, yeah,
0: tell us a little bit. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I am, I'm a life transformation coach and so mm-hmm. I've got my cert. Certi- I'm sorry, certification, um, a few years ago. I'm also a certified health coach. And I have an addiction recovery, um, a certification as well. So I have a lot of different hats that I wear, I call myself a multi-passionate, and I'm currently training to be a faith-based domestic violence advocate as well. So, um, God's uh, leading me in multiple different directions. And, um, and so those are some of the hats that I wear. I also win full-time sales. So uh, degree in interior design, I am truly a multi-passionate and, and I just, I go where God leads me. That's I love kind that. of the, the big gist. I love that about you, but I think one of the things, because a
1: a lot of times women will think, oh, great, like I can run in all these directions, and you can, but you kind of have this overarching um, nature of healing uh, with people through all of these roles, and so can you tell us a little bit about how that um, longing and that commitment that you had, not only to your physical health, but your spiritual and emotional health, led you to solo date challenge. Like, tell us a little bit more about this.
0: Yeah. So this is kind of more my background. This is a little bit about why I was inspired and the reason why it's my driving force for this. Um, I have, um, I've recovered from CPTSD, complex um, traumatic stress disorder. And so part of it was, um, childhood trauma. Part of it is, um, trauma that I've had in relationships, um, recovering from toxic relationships. I actually went through a divorce last year. And I was on a self-discovery journey. I knew that um, one element of everything was that I was a constant, and all the things that weren't working. So I had to look inward and go, "What? What is it about me? What is it that that I'm bringing to the table to repeat these patterns?" And so I'm very into being self-aware. Um, I quit drinking ten years ago, so I've been on a oh, like just a whole wellness journey for over a decade. Um, you know, personal development, reading all the books, trying to be a sponge. You know, going to church getting active in there, volunteering, like anything I can do to grow because I knew that there was a common denominator and I was it. Mm. And so when I came across Solidate Challenge, I was in a really dark place. I knew I didn't want to stay there, but I didn't know how to get out. And honestly, I feel like Solidate Challenge was a God-given gift to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I felt him say, you need to learn how to date yourself. You need to learn. I was a serial monogamist. I would go to relationship to relationship and just keep that pattern going. And I heard you need to stop. You need to be still and you need to learn who you are. And Mm -hmm. so during that journey, I learned about my core values. I learned, um, how to date myself, how to be okay being alone. Um, and I think that this is true for whether you're in a relationship or not we need to be able to fill our own cup. Um, I, I was kind of brought up into the idea that I had to find somebody that was going to complete me instead of looking for my own self, my own whole self and how I could fill myself up. But I do that with God and, and all those things as well. But it, it, I had to be able to really allow that to happen and, and seek the validation within myself. Instead, I was seeking it outwards. So Solo Day Challenge allowed me to tap into loving myself who I am, not what the world says I am, but who I am. And um, so that was kind of how I came about it. And um, once I started doing Solidate Challenge, um, I realized I couldn't keep this gift that God gave me and not give it away. And that's when I created a group um, to inspire other women to do the same. So that's kind of how I got there. (laughs) And and you have
1: created a community and I have seen a lot of um, inventive Um, and some things that I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that because I think there's a misconception that, um, solo date is, is, uh, just if you are not in a relationship, but sometimes some of your women have been in a relationship, but again, they had to learn. So can you walk us through a little bit, maybe, uh, pre pandemic and then now how you're kind of equipping them, just what this community looks like and some of the things that you all do, which are really kind of
0: awesome. Yes. Well, I want to explain a little bit about solo date challenge. Yes. It's really it's it's learning to love yourself through intentionally and unapologetically dating yourself. Um a lot of times we might get in codependent relationships where we don't go out and do things independently. It's okay to break away from your partner for a period of time to go do things that are that fill your cup. If you like to go paint, take painting classes, If you want to learn how to build something, take a Home Depot free class. If you like to go to the movies, it's okay to do that on your own. I want to empower people to be independent on their own and you can do that whether you're in a relationship or not. And I empower women, but this is just as empowering for men. Men Mm -hmm. need to do this just as much. It's just my passion is women. And that's Mm -hmm. the reason why I do that. So this is something couples could do together and say, Hey honey, this week I get to do my solo date next week, you get to do yours, you know? So we, we welcome all women in this community and I created a Facebook group to answer that question of kind of like how, how we brought that community together. I was like, well, how can I connect these women? Because yes, we're doing it independently, but we also need to have support because, um, this isn't the norm. This isn't the thing that most people talk about and really empower each other to go do. And so we still need that support. So on our page, people post about the solo dates that they go on. Many people are taking trips. Um, you know, this is, this is one story that really, this when I first started the group, it really made me realize that it was so important to have this. Many women had never been out to eat by themselves before. And I'm fiercely independent. I've done that my whole life. I've never had an issue with that. But for many women, just that one step is really tough. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a woman in my group and she yeah. was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go eat my breakfast today by myself and I'm like okay so she posted a picture of it and she was so excited and she was telling me how she shared all the feelings so like we get to understand the journey like it was anxious and then she went and then she enjoyed the meal and and how she felt afterwards three ladies after that that same morning said you inspired me and then it was that ripple effect over and over again and at that point I was like there's something here Mm. there's something here that there's a need Women need to feel supported in this because it's not the norm and we can do it independently, but we also still need a sisterhood. And that's Mm. what that group kind of did. And so through this past year, I started it about a year ago. We have nearly 300 members in it. It's a free group. It's for all women. They post motivational quotes. They post about their dates. They post about their struggles and we help support each other. And, um, you know, post, or like in the middle of the pandemic, you know, we're all like, before that, let's go on movie dates. Let's, you know, I'll go and do all the things. And then we're like, oh, now we're stuck at home. What do we do? So really trying to shift that mindset of like, okay, it's not so much about solo date is much more about how can I fill my cup today? Mm. Like that simple question when you wake up, like, Is it planning yourself in front of the TV or maybe it's going out on your front porch and sipping coffee and listening to the birds sing? which one fills your cup more? There's no judgment. One Mm -hmm. might, they both might fill your cup, but Mm -hmm. really asking yourself that question is a way that you can solo date yourself at home, taking an Epsom salt bath. If you have children at home, you're a single mom and you're like, I don't have time for this. We can make time. We just have to be intentional. And that's why I say it's intentional, unapologetic. Uh, because when we're intentional with it, we can journal about it. We figure out what our responses are. We do things that we like and we don't like. Because oftentimes when we've been in relationships our whole life, we may not even know what that is. Mm-hmm. We may not even know what we yeah. like or don't like anymore. Right.
1: right. And, and I think what's, um, what has been so striking to me is that you have created an and with Solo Date. Because you're saying... Yes, you need to invest in yourself. You need to be able to do those things that you enjoy, and and I think as somebody, me too. I I love to eat by myself, or like that doesn't wig me out. But there are other things that wig me out. So there's no judgment here. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to do that, but then you've also created community around that. And I, and it it's so um, I think unique to me in that every individual woman is so intentionally cared about and fostered what is her next best step is what we love to say around here. Um, But then you've also created this community where women can cheer each other on. So um, when they share some things, Holly, you shared a couple of uh, ideas there and a couple of things that have happened, but what are some other ways that, that women can realize that we have to create space for ourselves regardless of the relationships we have, but also be in community. So how do you foster that when you've got all those women together on that page?
0: Yeah. Um, some of it is creating challenges to keep them inspired and intrigued. So we did like little mini challenges that were simple, that weren't hard to do, but to keep them involved and keep them wanting to participate. And many times we held Zoom calls. I know, Marty, you've done Zoom calls for like Bible studies. And so I've opened it up to community where they wanted not just texting or, you know, messaging Mm -hmm. and images, but needed that one-on-one or that group connection. And so I opened that up and we did it several weeks in a row where each week was different women and you could tell they felt more connected. And then once we did that, their involvement with each other on that page, they now felt like they had it they had a friendship already building and that they could then really help each other, empower each other even more. So having some of those things and then upcoming, you know, post pandemic, I'm planning some local trips to, um, like we're going to go on the, um, the, the lazy river and we're going to go to Huber's and some of that's just regional, but my hope is that I can e- either create events where we can all come together because the community, the sisterhood is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, or empower other women in their regions to create these events for the people in their local community to come together to empower each other. Hmm.
1: Do you, do you feel, Holly, that some of that might be modeling ideas? Like, because I'm, 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 I also know that women love to do things together, but you're also saying, but I also want to empower you. So Hubers, uh, I think most everybody who's listening to us, our local knows that this is a, a huge farm. It has a winery and you pick and children's activities and a market and oh my goodness, there everything's there, isn't it, Holly? It's like yes. a beautiful place. And so yes. it's a great place where you can, you can come together in a group, but then you can also kind of experience things. So do you think some of that as we kind of move through the pandemic and we can start to gather again, will you bring women together so they can experience the community, but then help them... Like how, how will that work in the future? And, and I know a lot of it's up in the air. So this may not yeah. apply next, it may not apply next
0: month, Holly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the whole idea. Like, I think, um, the Facebook page that we have, the community group really empowers them to do that on their own. Um, but even for some people they might go, yeah, that sounds like a great thing, but I'm still terrified. And they may even be scared to get in a group. Mm. So for them to come and be a part of the sisterhood first, mm that may be their first step to step out. They may not even have experienced that. Um, so you know, the, the part that we love about our community is it's a judgment-free zone. Wherever you are on your spectrum, you're welcome. So mm-hmm. if you like the idea, but you're not, I mean, just like almost a 12-step program, if you have a willingness or a desire to learn, feel free to be here um, mm-hmm. because you, we all take it at different levels. And mm-hmm. so I'm just empowering people yeah. where they're at.
1: I love that. I love that. Now, you and I, uh, we are friends, and so we mm-hmm. have a lot of conversations around recovery and health and things uh-huh. like that. So tell me a little bit. You said you're also a student, which I think is very interesting because with the solo date challenge and with the women that you lead, you're constantly going, where are you learning? And so for me, I want to turn that question around to on you because I know what you're learning, but I yes. want the women who are listening to this, particularly of the faith community, to hear a little bit about what you're learning and some of the things that you feel like god is also calling you into in the future
0: yeah he's calling me to big things <laughs> it's been a little, <laughs> little bit audacious a little bit scary but like it's um, it's pretty amazing really honestly um, what i have found is because of my past and i think when we are open and vulnerable and share our stories People are, are naturally attracted to you because they relate to you. And because Mm -hmm. I have trauma and toxic relationships in my past and narcissism and things of that nature, um, I have been attracting a lot of people that have experienced that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, there's a lot of need and a lot of people that need help. And I've had experience in faith-based circles with, um, with domestic violence and and Mm -hmm. the way it's perceived. Mm-hmm. And um and so part of what I'm being called to do is um my faith-based domestic violence um advocacy education. And what I hope to do is come into churches and help educate leaders, um, especially women leaders on what to look for um in their small groups on someone that might be experiencing trauma and they may not even know that they are, and how we can get them to their next best step. Um mm-hmm. my skill set's not as necessarily one on one, my mm-hmm. skill sets in facilitating group mm-hmm. work, empowering, and then helping people find their next steps. And that's kind of, Marty and I are yeah. similar in that way. And yeah. um, and so I, I'm a lifetime learner. I am a sponge. I listen to podcasts almost every day I, and various different ones. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly wherever I feel like God's leading me. I just, mm-hmm. sometimes I hop around and I listen to audio books because I'm in my car a lot. So I utilize that shield time. I think if we're lifetime learners and we stay open, and I think that's the biggest thing that makes me maybe unique and different is that I remain open. Mm -hmm. I don't have a plan that is so concrete and so fixated that I don't know where God's going to lead me. I don't know but I'm Mm. remaining open. And because of that, I mean, I know I've talked to Marty even a year ago, how much I've transformed Mm. in just a year, because I've remained open on wherever that path might lead me. Mm.
1: And, and I want people to also hear, even though you are a strong and brave and bold woman, like this has been a journey for you as well, because you haven't always been open or a lifelong learner. So, so you're not, you're not going, Oh, this is just my nature. Like, you've really kind of been transformed. So talk a little yes. bit about that. Like, how do, you, how do you hold your health as you then help others on their health journey?
0: Yeah, I think it really comes to healthy boundaries. And that was the biggest factor that I had to learn along the way is healthy boundaries. Especially when you step into a leadership role, a lot of people want and expect a lot from you. Um, So to learn healthy boundaries in a compassionate way, and I think it comes down to where's my intent. It comes from compassion, um, but compassion for myself first. And that's the thing that I missed for so long. I've always been a helper, but I was a helper to my own detriment. And now I'm a helper in the way God wants me to be a helper because I'm filling my cup first so then I can pour into others. But yes, I had my own rock bottoms and I've had many different levels of what that might look like. And after what I went through with my abusive relationship and to be able to overcome that, because I knew in the middle of it, I'm not going through this for nothing. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't going to end it and not have something where I can help somebody else because of what I went through. And that's really Mm -hmm. my driving force that Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let what I went go, not go for something that's going to be beneficial for the greater good. Right. Right. And we've talked about that.
1: We've talked about the transformation that what, what was, what was intended to hurt you and harm you. God has transformed for something else he has Mm -hmm. used for good. And, and, um, but you know, I think anytime you walk through this journey, it's, It's, you know, when we do a podcast and we have 20 or 30 minutes, it doesn't sum it all up. And yet there Mm -hmm. is that journey. And I think, what would you say to a woman who is, uh, maybe on her own for the first time and she's going, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to be alone. I don't know how to do this. Um, I know they could jump on your Facebook page. We'll, we'll give them here as we finish this interview. But, um, what, what is something you would say to her? What would, what would you say to maybe 20 year old Holly?
0: No, (laughs) 20 year old Holly, I would tell her to learn how to love herself first, first and foremost, because that's the foundation um, of healthy boundaries. That's the foundation of healthy relationships. That's the foundation of um, your, your life choices is to learn to love yourself. And that's where I, I think that there's many ways you can do that. And I think solo date challenge is just one of the vehicles or a tool in your toolbox to do that. And that was the tool that God gave me to go through it. And I felt like it was the easiest, softer way for me because I like to try a lot of other hard ways and the other hard ways were too overwhelming and exhausting, but to baby step and dip my toe in, it doesn't require a big commitment to say, okay, today I'm going to do this one date for myself. I'm not committing to year long, any journey or anything. I'm just going to step in today that one day at a time. And uh, for that 20 year old Holly, be like, it doesn't matter what's. 20 years down the road, what, what are you going to do today to love yourself? And Mm -hmm. I think it's giving people permission to say, it's okay. It's not selfish to love yourself, whether you've been told that before or not, it is necessary. It's not a luxury. It's what Mm -hmm. we need to do. And it's what God wants us to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so those were kind of the things that I had to work through because I thought it was selfish. I felt Mm -hmm. guilty to take care of myself. And it's selfish not to, because now I can pour and overflow. I can't pour from an empty cup, but I mm. certainly can overflow from the abundance that I've received from this. Mm.
1: I love that. I love that. And, and I know, too, I mean, just, just with the little people in our home, if we're empty and tired and not taking care of our health, we cannot care for them very well. That's <laughs> what I'm... I repeatedly learned that. And so, but you've modeled that. I think you've modeled that very well for me and for other women too. And I can hear them in the background, which I love. I love. Okay. So this is a question we ask every woman who is on the podcast, every out of control woman. Um, And as a reminder, if uh, somebody's jumping on to hear this podcast for the first time, out of control women are surrendered to purpose, serving their community and impacting the world. So in light of this definition, how are you, Holly Hartman, an out of control woman?
0: Um, I think for me, it's being open, releasing the fear, even though Mm. it can be very terrifying to step into the unknown. And that's what stopped me from doing things so much in the past. Um, And just listening. And um, I just don't question the process much anymore. And I don't have to fix, manage, and control all of it. I can Mm -hmm. accept each moment of the process that I've been given in that moment. And that is much different than what I've ever been. And because of that, God's opening doors and people bringing people into my life and connecting me to the right people because I've remained open and let go of the control I thought I had before.
1: Right, right. No, I love that because we, we both repeatedly learned the lesson that control is an <laughs> illusion. Yes. It's an illusion that that I am in recovery for, but still, it's, a, it's an illusion. Um, yes. Holly, I like
0: a, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> a, a, the, a, there's two things that I always kind of remember when I've been a part of this is my test is my testimony. My mess is my message. And that is really a lot of what I share is this is just my experience. I share my experience, strength, and hope. It may not be yours, but I, it's gonna be a judgment free zone. But that's all that's where I share from is my own experience. So I love that. Where can where can
1: people find you and hear you and see you and follow you and engage in your community? Tell us more.
0: Yes. Yes. So if you want to just connect to my website, it's a very easy, just so it's easy to remember. It's solo If you go to the website, there's a link to the Facebook page. So that way you don't have to go and find and search. Instagram, it's solo date challenge. Um, So it's pretty easy to find me. Now our women's community group will be solo date challenge women's community. So if you want to plug into our actual free group, you can go on Facebook and do that there. And it's free to all women. And, um, and we'd love Like if you plug in, and you're watching this, or you're a part of our group, and you're listening to this, please invite your friends we want to inspire and empower as many women as we can. Cause my goal is to help break toxic cycles to help us learn how to love ourselves. I love that.
1: I love that. And we'll put it in the show notes too, Holly, so people can link to awesome. you. So, Thank um, you. I do have a, one extra question for you. Yeah. What are you, what are you looking forward to when we no longer have to socially distance? Is there anything at all that you're like, that's a date I'm going on? Uh,
0: you know, I think for me, (laughs) I'm missing physical touch and I'm not a physical touch. And I've told Marty this before. I'm not a hugger, but I think I'm going to hug everybody I see. Um, But honestly, like I've really enjoyed getting out in nature. That's been filling my cup. Mm -hmm. And I plan on continuing to do that, even though that's something that I can do either way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to do that because that's been the most fulfilling to me. It's a free outlet. There's no reason why I can't do that. And so that's the one thing I will continue to do. And I look forward to continue to do. Perfect. All right.
1: Well, ladies, you heard her. Get outside. Get, get, get some sunshine um, <laughs> or, or walk in the rain, whatever, whatever it is you like. Holly Hartman, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Marty. Have a blessed day. Oh, you too. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode. Uh, what an incredible time we had with Holly Hartman. Hey, just want to let you know that we are in the process of retooling some of our website and some of our social media accounts like everybody else in the world. We are in the process of getting ready to pivot and change and lean in, we hope, a little bit better to those of you who are business leaders and leaders in the marketplace. So take a look out for a survey that we're going to be sending to you. We welcome your feedback. Y'all have a great week. Thanks so much.